Hey everybody, welcome to the Gateway Students Podcast. This is, uh, you know, our first episode of doing this thing, and this is a chance for you guys to kind of hear a little bit more about what we're doing mm-hmm. um, on Wednesday nights and Sunday evenings, but also um, kind of going a little bit deeper and some next steps. And so we're really excited to hang out with you guys here. So. Yeah, I think uh, God has changed our life. Relationship with Jesus has changed our lives, and. We just want to have some time to go deeper with you guys about what it looks like to live that out in your daily life. Like, okay, you've had this um, encounter with the Lord. How do I actually implement being a person of faith? Um, and so we want to be real about that and honest yeah. about that. And we're starting off um, this podcast. We're in a series about friendships, which um, is a hot topic, I feel like, with yeah. students. Yeah. Uh, as we've had conversations with them, I feel like that's with you guys, with you, um, that's like something that constantly is coming up. And so Isaiah, if you want to start us off just telling us a little bit about kind of why friendship. Why friendship? That's a a way to do it. Um, So yeah, I think as we're living our lives as followers of Jesus, it's super important to have community. and community is kind of one of those terms that Christians use all the time. That it's like we need to find community and and and, and, and like, but what does that actually mean? You know, like yeah. what, is, what what's the point? Like, sure. is it is it just being friends with a bunch of people? Is it being friends with like a few people? Um, and like even actually in the book that we're reading, kind of that's inspiring this series, uh, Jenny Allen talks about how. Uh, you have like 150 people in your network, mm-hmm. and then you have 15 people in your village, and then you have five people that are like your BFFs. Right. Now, I don't use BFF. Um, what do you use? I t- the bros. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I call I don't have a, a list of, of names for my friend group. Um, but uh, within those groups, though, you have points of connection, especially in the 15, like your village. Think of that as like your small group at church or like your team that you play on or it's people that you're really close with, Mm -hmm. but maybe you don't share every intimate detail of your life with those people. Um, And then you have the five. And when you're talking about the five people that have the most impact in your life, like it's not just like this, this weird quasi family relationship um, that nobody has boundaries or like, it's just, we hang out all the time and we only hang out with each other. It's yeah. there's there's some health to it. And there's actually when we're talking about friendships, there's two lies that people believe mm-hmm. um, when it comes to friendship. And, and what I told our students this last Wednesday was there's the live codependence, which is one of my favorite to talk about. And there's a the live independence, which is like my least favorite to talk about. So um, we'll just kind of get into it because yeah. the lie of codependence, um, I'm just I just want to get into this because I see it happen so often that people think that they have to constantly need people um, because of some some personality trait or type that they are, like being an extrovert. I constantly need people. If I don't have people, then I'm not really alive or I'm not really living. And it's just, and they might not explicitly say that, but they say something similar. Yeah. And um, that's kind of toxic, and it puts a lot of weight on the other people that they share their lives with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, so when when we're going through this, and as I was reading through the book, and kind of like looking through different scriptures that supported it, it came up with this thought, and that this is a line that I said, and it said, "Don't place the responsibility uh, and or don't place the responsibility of your spiritual and emotional needs needs onto somebody else." Ooh, say it again. 
Say it again. I'm going to need to say it again. So good. Don't place the responsibility of your spiritual and emotional needs onto somebody else. That's good. Like, think about it. Caitlin, you and I, were humans. Um, We're not aliens, believe it or not. And, like, we can't handle the pressure of somebody else's spiritual life, much less their emotional needs. And, like, we work with teenagers, and you talk to youth pastors all over the world, and they're like, yeah, we, we... have that struggle and our students have a struggle with constantly pay, placing all the weight onto somebody else mm-hmm. without having it reciprocated and where students will say like they they dump or they emotionally like brain dump onto somebody but then unfortunately they aren't that person to the other people yeah. and so it kind of becomes one-sided and then that other person is weighed down with all the cares of that person and they're never meant to we are never meant to carry the emotional cares and needs of other people um, and so Peter in, in first Peter, uh, he wrote Peter, um, makes go sense. figure makes this <laughs> makes sense. Um, but in chapter five, verses six and seven, he says, so humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor and pay attention to this part the, it says, give all your worries and cares to God for he cares about you. Mm. He is inviting us to place all of our cares and worries on him. Our emotional needs, our spiritual needs can only be met through Jesus. And he invites us to that. Like, how good is it that we serve a God that says, I know all the struggles that you're having. I know all the issues that you're having. And you can give those issues to me. All those struggles that you feel, those emotional needs, you can give them to me. And like... He can handle it. He can handle it because he's God. (laughs) You know, he created us and he knows us better than we even know ourselves sometimes. And so, um, yeah. The other lie, um, which is my least favorite to talk about, because I feel like I, I believe this, is like mm. this, I don't need anybody. Or like, I, I have tried to, to live relying on my friends, but you know they always let me down, so I'm just gonna do it for me. And so the lie of independence, it says, I don't need anybody. Mm. Which is really hard, because you're like, man, like I've been hurt by people. I've had issues where I've talked to my friends and like they totally ignore me or I feel ignored or I feel overlooked. And so, you know what? I'm just going to do life for me yeah. and I'm only going to live life for me. And the reason why that's a lie is because it's actually opposite and it's actually very dangerous. Peter goes on the next verse down in verse eight and he says, stay alert and watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And I think that that's a really, it's a very explicit kind of reference to how nature works. Yeah, very <laughs> um, violent. <laughs> nature is very violent. Nature is metal. Uh, shout out that Instagram page. Go look it up. That's if you're squeamish, hilarious. don't look it up. If, if, if animals getting hunted makes you sad, then don't do it. But it is, um, if you're curious, intense. then look it up. So, okay. Um, but in that, like in nature, we see that lions, like, kind of stalk their prey and they watch the herd in order to see the weak link mm-hmm. or the one that's struggling or the youngest and they find out who's going to be like a quick lunch. Yeah. And what's what's kind of crazy about that is like in the same way Peter references that the devil's like a lion looking for someone to devour. Mm. And so if we're not in community and if we're not relying on other people and we're just living our own lives on our own, then we're an easy target for anxiety, Mm. for depression, for all the things that we might struggle with, like that you don't want to struggle with on your own. And oftentimes, like I see people that retreat into themselves 
and they have friends that are like, no, we want more of you. We want to be your friend. We want to be involved in your life. And they withdraw themselves. And when we withdraw ourselves, we actually are taking something away from the people that care about us. Yeah. And it's a lie that we believe, and it's very difficult. But we're actually called to something more. Paul says this to his letters to, in, um, to the Galatians. He says that we should share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. So if we don't share what we're going through with other people and allow them to share with us, then we're actually disobeying what God has called us to do. He's inviting us to do this. So if we think that we are too important to help somebody, you are only fooling yourself. You are not that important. I love it when Paul has oh a zinger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Tell me how you really feel. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, Paul, Paul probably needs some needs some counseling, needs to work know. through some, I don't Sometimes know. Sometimes we need to hear know. it. But he's honest in that, like, yeah. we aren't that important to pull ourselves away. But, like, we actually need to share this life with each other and share our burdens with yeah. other, others and reciprocate that. Right. It's like not only do others, like, need right. that part of us that we're trying to hold back, but we then also need other people. And yeah. it's like this. It's a mutual thing. Yeah. It's a community. Yeah. Um, it's mutually benefiting. Um, so, yeah, I think one thing that we wanted to do in this podcast is to remind students of the challenges that we mm -hmm. try to give and encourage them to think about going into their week. Yeah. And so um, I wanted us to kind of get self-reflective and ask, like, what kind of friend we are. Mm. Um, and so I have some questions. And this isn't meant to make anybody insecure. This isn't meant to make you, like, self-reflective to the point where you're sad and then you believe the lie of codependence or independence. But it's actually supposed to help us guide us into healthier friendships. Right. It's kind of like an inventory. So yeah, we're, yeah. We're meant good. to approach this with humility yeah. because one of the things you were talking about earlier um not on the podcast was about pride and how both of those lies stem from a place of yeah. pridefulness um either thinking too highly of ourselves or too lowly of ourselves and getting stuck in ourselves yeah and i think that it's so important for us all to remember like this work is best done when it's done in humility yeah. i see myself as i am which is a child of god loved by god and I know who I am in him. Yeah, come on. And so I can I can make mistakes and I can admit those mistakes because my identity doesn't hinge on it. And so I just feel like that's important as you're entering into this kind of time of inventory of like, what friend am I? What yeah. kind of a friend am I? Because I, for some of us, we haven't been good friends. Right. And we might need to admit that. Um, for some of us, maybe we're great. But I think, yeah, just give us, hit us yeah. with a list. Ready, okay. Um, I feel like I'm going to fight. I don't need to fight. I need to, need to readjust. Okay. <laughs> I feel like a grandpa now. All right. Listen here, Sonny. Um, so no, but the, but the real thing is to ask an inventory, what kind of friend are you? Um, so to ask yourself, um, one, how do you celebrate when your friends have a win in life? Mm. And on the other side, how do you meet your friends where they're at when they're sad or anxious or mourning a loss? Um, what kind of person are you when you're with a different group of people? Are you completely different, mm. different personality, different values, different way of speaking, different language? Um, or are you the same and consistent, showing up completely as you are no matter who you're with? Right. Um, and then do you actually go deep and ask the hard questions of life, not just surface level? Um, now, fellas, I'm going to talk to the guys here. Hold on. Pause. I'll be here. Yeah. Uh, guys we struggle with this the most. Like, Hey bro, how you doing? Oh, 
Life sucks. Oh yeah, man. I believe you. Yeah, yeah. Mine, mine too. Like that—that's—that's surface level. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything. And like, if we get trapped in the surface level, then we're not actually allowing ourselves to be known, and we're not getting to know other people. And so, I mean, even in own, my own life, and and I'm sure some of my friends won't mind me sharing this story, but I started asking my friends that that we typically don't go super deep on stuff with, but I started asking them. What are you excited about in life? That's What's getting you excited right now? Yeah. And like, I have friends that are in ministry and youth pastoring and they immediately go to like something going on in their church. And I'm like, no, wait, hold on. In your life, like yeah. not just your job, not just your career, like ministry is an all consuming kind of career to choose yeah. or to be chosen for. But I ask them like, what are you excited about? And it takes them a second because they really have to think. Mm -hmm. But then when they reciprocate it, then we get to share this cool thing that we're both experiencing and excited about. Mm. Um, okay, so. That's awesome. Yeah, just a short list of, like, those four questions are are a good way to ask yourself, like, may, maybe do, like, a self-inventory. I loved how you said that. Yeah. Um, but on the flip side, I think you might need to look at your friend groups and determine what are the kind of friends that I need. Mm -hmm. So in the similar bracket here, um, the friend that you need is a friend that celebrates with you and cries with you. Uh, they show up when you're feeling lonely um, and they give you space when you need it. Uh, they meet your efforts to connect um, halfway. It's not just a one-sided relationship. It's not you always texting them, but it's like yeah. communicating to that like, hey, I want some reciprocation here. Um, a good friend is the, the friend that you need is somebody that points out who you really are, encouraging you and gassing you up on the good things, <laughs> but also calling out the bad and saying yeah. like, hey, this isn't healthy, or you need to adjust this, or maybe dating them isn't a good idea right now, oh. or yeah, we, that's a whole, <laughs> nother, whole nother podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, those kind of questions yeah. are really good. And then uh, they honor your convictions and hold you accountable to the things that you say. Mm. So what that means is the things that you believe that you've been bold enough to share with them or You've been like, hey, intimate enough in a friendship of saying like, hey, this is what I believe, this is what I stand for. And then you step outside of that, they're gonna be there to call you on that yeah. and say like, hey, I thought you believed this. Mm -hmm. I thought you did this. I thought you stood for this. Um, and then uh, a good friend or a friend that you need challenges you to live life to the fullest. We say die wild still, yes. um, like to live your life yeah. the absolute fullest, don't die calm or boring or lame but run as hard as you can in this life and not just like living life and without consequences but living life to the fullest yeah. of like who god has called you to be who god has or the, the things that god has set before you and open up opportunities for take those opportunities die wild um and then last one and the most important one is a friend that you need is somebody that pushes you closer to jesus not hold you back mm. and i've said this before like who you sit with matters and like, if you're always sitting with the people that just don't care about God, like they, they are forced to be there. You know, their parents make them come to student ministry yeah. or on Sunday mornings or to youth con or to camp or whatever we do. Like, and you want to go deeper in your relationship. Those are not the people that you should sit with. You should sit with the people that are like on fire and passionate for Jesus. And I'm not saying you can't be friends with people that aren't passionate right. for Jesus. Like, no, you should be friends with those people. But you're going to become like the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah. And so you need to be really careful the people that you allow in your life, which is the last thing that I wanted to say is if we're intentional about who we invite into our lives, 
then the lies are easily beaten back. These lies of codependence and independence. Yeah. Loneliness melts in the face of friendship and we can truly be known for who we are. Mm. And so that's kind of like a general overview and some, I guess, zingers. Like, I don't want it to be zingers. Yeah. I don't want to like, we're saying this because we love you guys. Yeah. And coming from a place of, of having friendships that were unhealthy or, you know, even working through like what a friendship looks like as an adult which it's really hard to be friends as an adult for some reason, so. Because we never learned this, Yeah, right? Yeah, like, it was never nobody's given. Nobody's teaching yeah. us this. Yeah. And so our hope is that this helps as the students, as you guys are moving forward in your friendships, yeah. like by the time you're our age, it's different for you. Yeah. Um, but I do want to have one final question. Okay. Okay. To the person who just listened to your list and said, my friend group, is none of those things. Uh, should I just text them and tell them we're not friends anymore? Like, what do mm. I do? Wow. What would be like your final words of like, okay, so from the place of these are the two lists you're reflecting yeah. on this week, where do you go from there? Man, this wasn't on the list. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I think, oh, it's, it's hard because we hear a list like this and we know that that's what we want. Um, but I would say it's, it's just one step at a time. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of related, but I'm thinking about like me and Theo, our student ministry resident, like we started working out a couple months ago and we just set a goal three days a week, which isn't really that hard to do. And it felt really small. I'm like, why wouldn't I just jump to seven? Like, or six days a week, <laughs> you know, that's, that's my relationship. Oh, my. That's, that's how I live life. Um, but I was like setting myself up for failure by thinking that way. And so yeah. just went in three days a week, lightweight for the first month, like really just getting in the habit. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, if we don't go, it feels like something's off. Mm -hmm. So in the same way, maybe you don't like text your whole friend group and be like, Hey, uh, y'all I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I would say maybe invest and choose a friend that maybe is the closest to this list and start investing in that relationship and say, hey, you know what? Like, I want this friendship to be life-giving. Mm -hmm. Like, I want it to be worth my time. I want it to be worth, like... Both of both your time. time. Yeah, yeah, I want to be a good friend to you, and I want you to be a good friend for me for mm -hmm. a long time, not just yeah. for this class semester or whatever. Right. Um, and just work on one relationship at a time. Um, and what that can look like is just like, hey, when we hang out, I want to ask you one or two serious questions and I want you to be honest with me and I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like not just how you're doing. Oh, bad. Okay. That sucks. Me too. But like, Hey, what are you excited about? That's an easy one. Like we already talked about it. That's yeah. an easy question to ask because people love to talk about what's going on in their life. Um, but also like, Hey, what did you think about this situation? We already know, like we are already really connected with what's going on in our world. Mm -hmm. Hey, what did you think about this situation? Either politically or current event or something like that. Yeah. And cause it takes it deeper and it doesn't always need to be faith based, but if your friend is a believer, you can just say, Hey, what's God speaking to you this mm -hmm. week? Mm -hmm. Or what's, what, what is getting you, um, like spiritual, like nourishment this yeah. week? Is it a song? Is it a worship song that you like? Is it a verse that you read? Is it something? Cause there has to be something cause yeah. God is always speaking. Right. Absolutely. And so, um, baby steps, one yeah, step, one at, a step time. at a time. Yeah. And so, yeah, I feel like 
we could keep going. I feel like we should end the podcast. I want you yeah. to read the thing you said about loneliness. I want you to say okay. that again because I felt like that was really good. Yeah. And kind of like the goal of this. Yeah, totally. Whole the whole series. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And so so if we're intentional about who we invite into our lives and the lies of codependence and independence mm-hmm. are easily beaten back. And then loneliness melts in the face of friendships and we can truly be known. Love it. Dang. That's good. So good. All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Yeah. On podcast number two. Bye.